Megan's Megacon. I'm Conrad Werner, and this is Megan. Hello! Hi, everyone. Uh, which Megacon would you like? You have a choice of Jack Daniels and Cola or Jim Beam and Cola? Uh, well, which is the um, sort of more like bourgeois one? Which... We're talking about a pre mixed cocktail in a can. I don't think bourgeois really comes into it. Well, I, 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 I always imagine... I feel like JD is just such a super, like, gross drink. You is know it? Like, yeah. Oh. It's just... I, I, I would have said the Jim Beam was, like, the cheapest, the cheaper one. I quite like Jim Beam. I mean, okay. I can drink, like, Jim Beam, but I can't drink Jack Daniels on its own. Okay. I mean, I can drink anything in mega can format. Obviously, so it's really your choice. <laughs> well, I'm because I've never had the Jim Beam. You're going to try that one. Yeah, but even though you, even though you don't like it, you're going to have to have the Jack Daniels. Oh no, I can. Uh, this is fine. Okay. It just tastes of delicious Mega Can. All okay. right, let's Good. begin. Cheers. Cheers. Anyway, I should mm. um, just briefly explain what we're doing here. Yay! Um, we're going to round up the week in German politics, which in this, which mostly means Nazis. Um, are you not supposed to be calling them that, though? Oh no, they are literal Nazis. Well, that's what I end up writing about every week. It was just like it's just Nazis did this, Nazis did that. I mean, okay. it's that's what you know. I'm not saying that all Germans are Nazis. I'm just saying that that's what effectively I end up writing about because that's what most people are interested in when it comes to Germany internationally. So I'm going to like round this okay. up. So we're going to talk about... The Weekend Nazis. The Weekend Nazis. In the time it takes you to finish your mega can. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. I have got some other stuff to talk about, which is not Nazi-related, but we'll get onto that. I'm, I'm excited. Though something tells me I'm probably not going to be excited once we get that. Well, thing. you might... I don't know if you'll be excited, but you might be um, um, intrigued. Ooh, okay, <laughs> I'll take that. All right, so the Weekend Nazis then. Yeah. So the first thing that happened in, uh, is that well, is I, um, I went to Schönberg yesterday, which is a tiny little town. Not Schönberg. No, no, okay. not Schönberg. A, a small town in Mecklenburg-Vorpommern, mm. where um, which which is quite it is, you know you imagine small towns in eastern Germany, you imagine them to be quite like run down and quite depressing and bleak. And this was, um, I don't know if that is what you imagined. Is that what you imagined? No, not necessarily. Okay. I thought I do imagine a little bit like, you know, Mecklenburg-Vorpommern? That's one of the AfD. Yeah. AfD, Stronghold, that one, and what's the other one? Well, it's, I mean, it's not really. It's like a whole state. I mean, a lot of... Yeah, yeah okay. they, they did the best in Eastern Germany. Yeah. That is fair okay. to say. But you wouldn't really call that. Like, it's a quite a big place, Mecklenburg-Vorpommern. Okay. But... Um, Really this particular, uh, I mean, Merkel's um, own constituency is in Mechpom. Mechpom. That's what you call it. <laughs> okay, so was Schönberg then indeed Schön? Yeah, it was very nice. It was like quite like a, like a little nice little town square, very cobbledy. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a pizzeria, a little a bookshop, and um, sounds nice. And all the people like riding around, you know, on bicycles. Um, it was very nice. But um, what was the, the 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 reason I was there was um, 
Well, it was, it was awful, really, because in June, a young Syrian boy died in a road accident. He was only nine, uh. and um, he was he was hit by a tractor in the town. And, like, three weeks later, some um, locals, I don't know who it was, uh, painted a swastika at the spot of the accident. And it caused, like, a... And then, and then it was cleaned off, and then it was painted again, <gasps> like, a couple of weeks after that. And then someone wrote one nil next to the swastika, you know. It was, like, really offensive. It was like a really, really mean and nasty thing to do. That's horrendous. And, um... That is horrendous. And so the... So the town... Um... Like they held a vigil for the boy. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted to like to, to like counter mm-hmm. this whole thing, and they they, they can't stand to can't we can't stand for this in this town. Mm-hmm. So the the mayor of the town and the local left party and all the a lot of people gathered to like you know like remember this boy and um, they they and it was really like a, you know like like they 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 really you really felt like the whole community was like. But they wanted to point out that that's not what they are, you know, and they mm-hmm. wanted to like, uh, uh, and they they released some balloons and they laid flowers all okay. by this pavement. But it was it was quite yeah, so it was quite um, uh, sort of moving thing. Yeah, I can imagine it was. And um, the, the mayor gave a speech. He was like this gruff, and he was like someone, and, and like you know, they, they weren't like lefty people at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was one token punk because there always is. There's like one. <laughs> You know, these sort of, yeah, every demo, there's always, like, one. Yeah. And he's, like, a young lad. I, by the way, I love the, the outer Norman, as, they, as they're called. They're, the, like, the, the, the really far left, like, left of the left party. Mm-hmm. They're, the, they're the punks and the, the anti-Germans. They have this anti-German yeah. movement. And they always wear, like, like um, dirty clothes, and they don't look very neat. Yes. Like, my mum doesn't like them. But, no. <laughs> but, um, but I really, like, I, whenever I've met them, they've just been... I, I, like I just think they're, they're, they act like the conscience of Germany, you know. Like I always imagine that because when you went to the like two years ago or three years ago when the the Munich in Munich when all the refugees came for the first time and they had and they were calling for volunteers and it was the you know, the people mm-hmm. clapping in the in the in the train station. The first people who were there were mm-hmm. all all out of Norman. They were all linker. Like they're all really like all the these sort of anarchists. Or with like dogs and I mean, a lot of the, the sort of housing projects and stuff I was talking to somebody last night have like you know refugees just kind of like staying in there and yeah you know people living in these projects don't have a huge amount of money but they're yeah. covering other people's rent and utilities and stuff and yeah it's good and they're always quite organised as well they're always like they always mm. have, have rep- they, 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 even though they look very scruffy they're very well That's why we don't judge people by how they look. Well, yeah, because yeah. underneath it all, they're still German, you know? Yeah. So yeah. they get organised. Mm-hmm. I also, uh, the other time I met them was at the, um, at the trial for the, uh, the, the, the old Auschwitz guard in Lüneburg. And they were there, and it was like a really packed trial, like everyone wanted to get in. And um, they were there at like five in the morning, keeping the space in the queue for other people to get in. So, A, to prevent the neo-Nazis getting in, because mm-hmm. there were loads of neo-Nazis too, so they got up earlier than the neo-Nazis. That was their that was their main goal. So they got there, like, at four in the morning, or whatever, five in the morning, and got there, and... Um, 
and then they let their then they didn't take the places themselves. They let like um, like Holocaust survivors, people like people who locals come and take their places. Okay, yeah. so they were really like anyway. So this isn't like the point, but they. <laughs> In in this whole oh, demo, yeah. in Schoenberg, it was like a, they weren't there was, there were hardly any autonomy there. It was just one. Okay, uh, he's sort of the token one, and then the, all the other people were like lovely old ladies, you know, yeah. who were really just really sad about the boy dying mm-hmm. and really wanted to say like, you can't, we can't have this in this town. We can't have these swastikas well, being painted in this. That's town. some good news. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now for the rest <laughs> of what you're about to tell me. And then the other Nazi news Yay. was um, the uh, the the government released some figures of crimes committed by neo-Nazis related to the NSU. So, mm-hmm. like vandalism and um, like hate speech, threats, threats of violence, all of these things that are collected. That they collected them. Those specifically crimes where. The NSU, which is this terrorist cell that I mentioned, yeah, um, were were like either celebrated or glorified, like someone spray painted name like dropped, a, name dropped, yeah, yeah, by the neo-Nazi scene. And so the government released these figures, and but then in the same answer, because it was like an official answer, and in the same answer they said, oh, by, by the way, we don't think the NSU has had any effect on the neo-Nazi scene, which is like... Of course you don't, because you've massively mucked up that whole, like... Yeah. Well, mucked up at best and covered up at worst that, like... So... The whole investigation into the whole stuff, which was... So it was very... It made me... It was, you know, people got very angry, and I talked to some people today who were very angry about how... she, she, She said she couldn't understand how they even thought of it, because the... NSU are clearly like heroes in the neo-Nazi mm-hmm. scene. They, they, they've been like, you see them at demos, even in a Pegida demo. That someone was um, in Munich, there was a Pegida demo and someone was holding up a pink panther because that is like, you know, like they have a cartoon because they had a, they made a video at one stage where they took some pink panther clips and like celebrated their murders and they had this sort of confession video. And um, so someone like, they're held not, up a... They're not- Fucking wrong. They're like proper terrorists. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're really funny. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, and they've been like, and they've like spread just like even beyond the neo-Nazi scene into like the Pegida scene, and so which is like wouldn't necessarily call neo-Nazi. They're they're just like a like a different subgroup. Of I'm not Nazis. supposed to call them neo-Nazis. Are no, they? but yeah, yeah, they're not officially Nazis. But how many? How many Nazis do you need to have at a party before it becomes a Nazi? Nazi party. Nazi party. <laughs> that was that was unintentional, but but yes. So that's this week's Nazi news. Okay. So and um, uh, I've got, do you want the other news? The other uh, this this is the other news. It's not really this week, but this has just been happening this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, the. There's been a, a, a new movement mm, yes. on the left, um, which is a little bit problematic. Fuck. I thought it was going to be our saving, saving something, grace. Yeah. So it's like a collect. What what it is it, in a way it has like it has very good intentions because they they feel like you know they they're these like. Um, when the idea is that the left is no longer connecting to its roots, like the working classes, you know, it's no longer connecting. Yeah. And so to so break through this, they've 
they've created this um, movement um, where you can join, and it's not a political party, specifically not a political party, it's just a movement, and there's a website that you can go on, and the video on the website you see videos of just like normal people talking about their lives with um, sort of string instruments playing in the background, and um, it's already got some support from across the sort of left Party. There's been some support, but they're, but they're very divided. Like the, the, so the, some but it's not attached to any political parties. It's like, a, well, no. where is it coming from? Just Well, it was started by Zara Wagenknecht and Oscar Lafontaine. They... Those are two excellent names. <laughs> Who are these people? So, Zara Wagenknecht is uh, one of the leaders of the left party. Okay, so that's Die Linke. Yeah. And she's like one of the more controversial leaders of the left party. She's the one who's most likely to say like quite populist stuff, quite anti-refugee stuff. She's the one who said, for example, um, that, that people who have like lost their, their I don't know how to say it, their, their, their rights to as a guest, you know, like if ever have abused their rights as a guest should be sent home. You know, she said that after the Cologne thing, after the Cologne thing, like she. And um, yeah, uh, and she's the, she's the kind of person who would like, yeah, she's like she's like deliberately trying to appeal to sort of what you know what that the, the, that kind of horrible term like the, the white working classes, you know. Um, so we're just all going to get more yeah. populist because that is yeah. kind of what the people want. Is it what the people want? Right, I don't know. Surely people just want to be. You know, I don't know. It just sounds very boring, but like, if you just genuinely make people's lives better, then maybe we won't all need an other to hate. Is that too hard? Is that not what it's supposed to be? <laughs> but no, let's all just appeal to the perceived yeah. racism of the working classes, shall we? I mean, she and and she, this is the left party has a sort of like there's a, there's a certain strand of the linker that is a bit like this, and 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 um, her partner, who is also this other person, is Oscar Lafontaine, who's also part of this movement. Her partner, partner, or political partner? Both. Uh, he's like they they got together. Oh, I'm not ago. loving any of this. <laughs> oh Jesus! I was so excited. Uh, Anyway, they so he used to say quite a little bit racist things, and he's like he's a bit old. He's a bit of an older generation though as well, and um, he's like he's kind of a bit past it. Sarah Wagenknecht is very much now. She's like this is her time. Like, she's in her prime. She's the leader of the Linker. Oscar Lafontaine sort of used to be the leader of the Linker. He used to be he divided the SPD actually. He's like he used to be in the SPD originally. Okay. He was he was the finance minister under Gerhard Schröder. He was Gerhard Schröder's mm. first finance minister, and left it in protest at the heart's fear the you know like the the kind yeah. of the way that they went to centrist it's like the sort of late 90s early 2000s he left it and he started the what was that i don't know what you're very quickly what happened um so gerhard schroeder you remember him yes yeah <laughs> he was like the blair he was like the blairish figure that we had in germany okay, okay. and he kind of copied blair's ideas a little bit he was going to be like this new third way centrist kind of um, uh, kind of like like be friendly Labor. to businesses, yeah. yeah and part of like what he did then was um, like reform the whole of the German um, social benefit system, okay. and introduce Hartz fear 
which made which is much more like the whole point of Heart Sphere is that it's um, you know like performance tested. Like you know you have to like you have to turn up for job interviews and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Whereas before Germany was which much more like you know everyone deserves a certain basic income. Okay. Okay. So it was much, it was much, and you were able to and before you were able to like apply for loads of different benefits. And now and then it was just Heart Sphere that you could. You know. Anyway. Okay. Oscar Lafontaine. He's like coming from this much more old. He was like kind of like an old working class sort of background. He split off, uh, in protest, left the SPD, left the cabinet. It was like a huge rupture in the SPD. I mean, he was in the cabinet. He was like he was like you know Schroeder's mm. right hand man really. And then he was like he was like he left. He split off and joined. And through him is how the 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 left party, the Linker was eventually formed through okay. him through and through a lot of other people they were like he, he kind of um, helped to form the Linker like that was the thing so he's like obviously uh, and now he's in the Linker and now he's creating like all these years later he's helping to create this new um, movement which is sort of splitting the left party up. so he's like another he's splitting he's getting very angry and splitting up I think it's a, a motor, motorbike just... I don't, I don't know what that is. It sounds terrifying. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so that's, that's where we are now. All right. So the left part, the left is being... They, they, they're they saying, like, oh, we're unifying the left. But in fact, a lot of people are saying they're splitting the left. And, um, mm. and people are... And a lot of people have a problem with it because it's, a, cause it's kind of an anti-politics politics. And it's, that's the word it's populist about it. It's this sort of... Mm. It's this sort of, um, we're going to create a new movement which is outside the party system. We're done with the parties. And it's a bit ridiculous because the left party is in power in a lot of states. You know, they have a lot of, they have power and they have a lot of things. And uh, they kind of, they've kind of decided, oh, no one likes the left. And so a lot of people on the left are a bit pissed off about the this sort of new movement. So it's a bit problematic. Okay. Damn it. It's not going to save us from the after. No, well, it might be, but I mean, it, it, it won't. Maybe, probably won't, but it, maybe it will. Or maybe it'll just make the the what the because it's going to be a bit. I mean, I mean, the problem is that it'll always be like a bit like, oh, it's okay to be a little bit racist, you know. That's what is that's what sort of hidden the hidden message of all this is like. Is it okay to be a little bit racist? Like the whole thing is yeah. about. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, <laughs> by the way. No. It's, anyway. Uh, if you're still with us, that's, that's the takeaway that I would like you to have from today. It's not okay to be a little bit racist. Yeah, if you, if you, if you, if you, if you don't forget, if, if you um, leave here with no other thought. Yeah, please try, like, not try not to be a little bit racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts? Um, uh, no, I'm quite disappointed by that because, you know, I think one of the things that's been sort of discussed recently is that the left is kind of like, whereas the right in lots of places has kind of sort of somehow managed to like, not quite unify itself, but kind of gather all this kind of populist support by having this thing. The left seems to be not really quite able to to do that, but I don't think that's the... I'm not sure that's the way. There's no. Some creepy par couple from 
What is weird about it is that um, she's. I I once I went I I joined I didn't join but I I walked alongside a Bergida demo once. What's Bergida as opposed to? It's the Pegida. it's the Berlin branch of of Pegida, and they were and, and you know they you know they okay. had the Monday marches. They marched every Monday Pegida. What? Yeah, they had this Monday march thing. When was that? Well, they, they in Dresden. You remember like 2014? I remember 2014. <laughs> 2014-15. To be, to be fair to me, I was not living in Germany in 2014. Oh, okay. So considering how ill-informed I am now. Yeah. But no, that was kind of when they were having, you know... Okay, yeah. But you, you marched... I didn't oh, march. Sorry, I, sorry. I, you I attended for journalistic purposes. Yeah, I, I walked. I, I, I walked normally. I walked in a normal way. <laughs> I was definitely not marching. <laughs> All right. I mean, I wouldn't say I was strolling, but it was sort of you know, it was a, a, a sort of business-like, purposeful walk. Yeah. Was that not just a bit of a march? No. Anyway, was there a point I was not joining Bag either. I get it, one. I get it. I was just chatting to some of them. Ah, okay. And there were about, I mean, very few. There was like 40. Yeah. I mean, for the whole of Berlin, it's, it's like, you know, it's obviously not a popular movement. No. And the, and the anti-movement was much bigger. I mean, we mm-hmm. got, we got, like I say, we, I shouldn't have said we, but we got like a, we were sort of... They. Like we got, we got our route. The, the route was blocked off. I did it again. We got yeah, our route stop. blocked off. And, and they were like, we were getting, they were, they were getting shouted at. And then I had to like, I slipped through the police line so that I wouldn't be associated with them. That was the, towards the end. But the point is, what I was wanting to say was that I, as I was walking along with them, and they were like waving their flags, and a lot of them were kind of, you know, like. What they were talking about was sort of like global conspiracies, you know. They were like talking in this um, this one I talked to. He was, he was all like, "Global capitalism is the enemy," you know. They were all talking about this sort of. Um, I tend to agree, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing. and um, and they don't trust anyone. Like they didn't mm. trust any politicians, except for people in the AFD and Zara Wagenknecht. Like this is the one. She she they, she was the one that they said. Oh yeah, they didn't like um, um, what's the face? Uh, the old AFD leader, Beata. No. Beatrice von. No, not that no, one. They like her. One. They like all those racist ones, but they don't like the don't the one that left. I forgot my name. She wasn't the racist enough. I lost, I lost it. Anyway, yeah, she, she, she the one that left because she wasn't racist enough. She. Um, because... <laughs> Do you ever feel we're being a bit reductive? <laughs> Well, I haven't got much time because you're thinking you're megacan, so I've got to like, I've got to uh, 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 yeah. sum things up. Mm. Right? Um, and yeah, they are racist. So yeah, so they. Um, so I was walking along, and they and, and and they all talk about this global conspiracy of capitalism trying to destroy them, and they see like Zara Wagenknecht as someone who's on the working class side, and okay. they said, and this one. Uh, and and it's for them that she's doing this for those kind of people that she's doing this because she thinks that there is like a 
a group of people who should be on the left who are who have been left behind because the left is being identified too much with like you know cosmopolitan yeah like that you know that yeah. is what that is the and it's kind of a myth like it's this myth of this white working class because it's still a racist concept because because you know like people who are not white are also working class and they don't get a say in any of this i mean yeah. it's like a, so it is a problem but um but that is what she's that is what she's doing and that is why she's like a credible figure for afd voters i think that's based on my one experience where i spent an evening running around with Becky that pretending you know trying not to I'm look like your life <laughs> trying not to look like I was with them okay, okay. um anyway so what else <laughs> happened this week what else happened this week um do I don't know did you have anything more to talk about were we going to talk about no I'm finished I'm I'm spent you're spent uh what happened in Argentina this week? Oh, yes. Yes, that, well, those were the words I was trying to get out of my mind. Just because I think it is... I mean, it's interesting for everyone because uh, reproductive rights are human rights and everyone should be interested in human rights. But the uh, a bill that had passed the lower house of the Argentine um, parliament in... Oh, I want to say June, um, very narrowly went through and then it came to the Senate on, on Wednesday and was defeated um, despite quite a lot of popular support um, and, um, you know, this huge kind of uh, movement which is coming up and, and like really like South America is, is gathering a lot of kind of momentum in in that, which is really cool, but um, the, the Pope kind of intervened quite a lot he's uh, born in in Argentina so he came over gave his uh, two cents worth what did the Pope say? no abortions for anyone I thought this was supposed to be the cool Pope and oh he is supposed to be the cool Pope Uh, he's got a really really good PR machine um, and he does really good things I guess, I mean, you have to approach things with nuance on stuff like kind of refugees and things like that. He seems to be pretty good. Um, but uh, as always, I mean, the Catholic Church just... Misogyny is just so ingrained and and system, systemic within that institution that, that they just... Because to, to, as always, and even more so in Argentina than, than, say, in Ireland, where women who can afford it can leave and go to England or Scotland or Wales to have abortions in Argentina you can't so um, thought, like so many women are dying from the sort of so-called clandestine abortions so when the cool Pope who's like super empathetic and everything goes over and says please don't vote for abortion what he is saying is do not vote for safe and legal abortion because um, we, we don't care um, and so they lost the vote by how much? Was it oh close? God, it was something like thirty-eight to thirty-one, maybe something like close. Okay. Um, and there was all kinds of awful things said in the in the parliament, just like just ridiculous people refusing to actually just deal with facts, and it's all just the babies, the babies, and it just they're already happening. Thousands of women are dying, have died. It's not. It's just not okay. Um, 
it's almost an issue that's relatively close to my heart and it's sort of yes but um, we're okay though aren't we because we live in Germany right? mm-hmm. it's really yes it's very liberal in Berlin isn't it we can all go and do whatever we want and we can go to Bergheim and we can take our clothes off and do you know at the at the lakes but um and I think a lot of people don't know because when I when I talk to people about it they are like relatively surprised that uh Germany has relatively restrictive abortion laws um it is still illegal like with a lot of countries but it is decriminalized in certain cases and the majority of cases will be so it's um it's not even decriminal. It's like you can have it without facing legal consequences. If there's been a rape, a pregnancy as a result of rape, if there are like what they call a medical indication, so to do with the life of the mother or the life or the, the pregnant person or the life of the, the, the fetus. And then there's the other one, which is um, up. you can get an abortion up to 12 weeks, provided you go through this slightly ridiculous beratung, uh, like you have to go for this advice. Yeah. Which um, is offered by the churches. Like, the, the churches, <laughs> you can go to a church to get advice. Um, there are various places that do, um, that that offer advice from, and the thing is, it, it, it is relatively accessible in Berlin. Um, it's, it's a pain in the ass and it's complicated, but it's, it's pretty much accessible for everyone. Provided, of course, that you can pay for it, because it's not going to be covered, like, with any... Um, thing to do really with with reproductive health after the age of of 20 so you gotta pay for it yourself oh yeah 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 but sure you have to pay for all contraception not that abortion is used as contraception but anything to do with sexual health so contraception sexual health testing so if you want to be responsible and go and find out if you've got chlamydia um abortion all of that um is not covered by 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 health insurance um and I don't really know why. I think it's, I mean, probably to do with Germany being, despite, and it's funny for us living in Berlin because we think Berlin uh, is so progressive and liberal and all of that kind of stuff. But it's 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 really not. Um, Germany is, is still quite a, like in, in this kind of thing, like a, a Catholic country is like an unhelpful term, but like has that kind of thing. Yeah, well, um, the churches have a lot of power here more mm-hmm. than people realise also, the doctors aren't like a bit scared of mentioning that they do abortions here because it's against the law to advertise. Yes, and the wonderful uh, Christina Hino um, was fined earlier this year six thousand uh, euros for saying on her website that she performs abortions because under uh, one of the paragraphs in the the the, the Grundgesetz, the the German law, you're not allowed to like it's. It's basically they make it really difficult. It's super. It's see, still seen as this like shady thing. I was like reading about um, Hinel, who's a, a gynecologist, and she's kind of like consistently puts kind of stuff on her website. And as I just said, she gets fined. But there was one person that was involved in that case. I think on the on the prosecution, she was like, um, "It's not okay that Hinel has has put this up there. We don't want abortion talked about like this, like it's some kind of like normal zaha, like a normal thing." So, what did she actually have on her website? Um, 
she, I think she said that she performed abortions, but there was some debate about whether it was like, um, like her doing like verbum, like advertising for her doing that, or whether it was kind of more informative. Because right. like you can find lots of information about abortion on on the internet. That's fine. Um, right. Some places have really really good ones. Also in English, Pro Familia, which is a. a, a yeah, organization maybe. which sounds awful they sound like they're some kind of like weird kind of pro family values kind of thing they're not they're great and they have really comprehensive information in german and english that you can get online but um yeah it, it is just this whole thing and you have to then go and get this um uh go through this um advice like this counseling session basically this mandatory counseling session and the legal mandate of that counseling session is to protect the life of the unborn um i think in berlin from what i've heard you could go and get i've I've heard like in the majority much more positive stories like it was just like we respect your right are you sure about this fine whatever but that's berlin and there are lots and lots and lots of people who do not live in berlin and don't have the same amount of choice in terms of where they're going for this Beratung and then you have to wait two days. So in someone between comes in, the, the council's like guilt trips you, or what, what happens? They, they, they could do, they're not supposed to. If they're, their kind of instruction is basically, if you have made up your mind, they're not supposed to try and convince you either way. But if you're kind of unsure, they are supposed to offer you like a range of options, which in itself, <sighs> I mean, I find it problematic because ultimately we just have to trust women. And there's this whole thing of like, it, it it's a very personal choice. And okay, it might be a very, it is an incredibly difficult choice for, for lots of people to make, but we, we have to move beyond this like control and like infantilizing of, of women that we do. Like we cannot be trusted to make these decisions for ourselves. Like it's, it's like it just wouldn't happen if it was a man. Yeah. It just wouldn't. No. And we have to sneak around, and then you can't have the like the counselling from the same doctor or the same place that's going to perform the abortion. So then you have to go and try and get some information from them about where you can get this abortion performed. Because of course you can't just Google it and see where in your area performs abortions because that's illegal. Because that's doing advertising for yeah. abortion. I heard that there was a, like an Austrian website where you can go. Because it's outside Germany, it's an Austrian website. You can go and find out where you can get abortions in Germany. Ah, okay. Yes, I I don't know about that one, but it might be useful. It it is entirely ridiculous. Um, And so, yes, there's also there's a lot of um, movement to uh, like get rid of to to repeal paragraphs. 218 and 219 from the the, the Grundgesetz, which deal with. Oh, it's in the Grundgesetz. I didn't even know it was in the Grundgesetz. Okay. Yeah. So it's in the it's in, in the German Constitution. Yeah, and it's been that in you there can't since. advertise abortions. Um, I don't know how long it's been in there. So the 218 was actually brought in in, in 1871 <laughs> when Germany <laughs> became a country. Look how informed I am! I never get to be informed. Um, that's but when Germany was invented. He, yes, when Germany became a, a, a thing. Um, but and it's just got this like really horrible kind of thing. Like the Nazis obviously did some weird shit 
with uh, yeah, well, with abortion when that came along. <laughs> yeah, they, they, um, they did a lot of weird shit. They did, they did. But yes, uh, I think we need to get rid of 218 and 219, and people do need to be aware that, particularly, I think, kind of non-Germans living in Berlin, of which there are quite a lot of us who enjoy this kind of area, and part of the reason we live here, this, like, liberal, particularly kind of, like, sexually liberal and, you know, uh, much more... I think it, it's not as liberal as we would like to think. Um, yeah. It's and 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 people are suffering as a result of that. It's it's, it's incredibly difficult to, to go and access it, particularly if you don't speak the language or you don't have. Um, well, it doesn't really matter if you have health insurance. If you are on like low income and stuff, you can get an, the cost of an abortion covered, but. I'm not going to go on my rant about them not paying for my. We'll save the rant for next time. I can I can bring it any time. Okay. It's, it's poised constantly. Okay. Anyway. Okay, hold that rant. Um, Yay. I had a funny story to finish on. Yay! <laughs> if you want to hear, mm-hmm. it's funny but disturbing, and it's not really a story. So it's actually a disturbing thing. Not, I don't say funny story. Everyone start like slowly saying like your address and like where we are and how they can reach us. Unless this is like I've never heard from again. (laughs) What 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 have you got for me? I just saw a tweet. I just saw a tweet from America and uh, tweet from America. I saw like an American tweet and it said uh, this woman had started making um, chicken teddies. Have you heard about this? This woman makes chicken teddies. Do you understand? They are making... She's making teddy bears out of chicken meat. She's shaping them into the... She's cutting bits off dead chickens and shaping them into a, a teddy bear and selling it on the internet. It's a chicken Like teddy. a big nugget? Like a gummy bear, but like a chicken nugget? Like a big one? Or like... Yeah, it's like a giant... It's like a giant... Well, it's not giant. It's not like, it's not like bigger than a person. Like a plucked chicken? Yeah, it's chicken meat made out of teddy. Teddy made out of chicken meat. That's what I meant to say, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, ran out of space on the um, (laughs) card there. So uh, you missed the rest of the talk about the chicken teddy. What you missed was... Uh, my reaction to seeing the picture of it when the computer screen was turned on and we really wanted to recreate it but it's just impossible because can you describe you can only your... see one like that once but it, it is beautiful and she says I mean these are just it it looks the best way I can describe it is if like your Christmas turkey and the coat from the silence and the lambs kind of silence of the lambs yeah. came together and it's awful however like chickens she says chickens have plenty of extra parts I can make two bears and it's only $25 if you supply your own chicken I don't know how that would work because it's on the internet you're going to post her a chicken so it's like rancid but I don't understand or just $35 if I supply the chicken and it's edible and can be cooked double semicolon Great family activity. And then my favourite part, can also make clothes. 
which is just <laughs> um, that's money. kind of I think it's it's fucking horrifying it I know it's like something out of David Lynch much worse than David Lynch it's much worse than David Lynch I've never seen anything like that on Twin Peaks no but there is that kind of fetus baby thing in um, Eraserhead it's that. a bit like that Except it's a teddy bear made of chicken. Yes. Anyway. Um, all right. I think, that's what, that's, I think we've all done now. <laughs> Have a, Bye. Bye.